exciting episode of the Why I Love Disney podcast. We hope you are well. I am here with my friends David and JD. How are you guys, gentlemen? Great. Doing great. How are you doing? I am doing fantastic. It's been a great week. Excited to talk about more things Disney. It's been a busy week. I think we have. Uh, I've watched a little bit of Disney Plus this week, kind of moving forward on some things, and you know, um, also there's lots of Disney news. Um, anything new with you guys? What have you been watching? I watched uh, the Beatles Get Back documentary. Okay, started that we talked documentary. about that last time. You were able to start. We talked, All about, right. we, we talked about that, so I watched the first two hours. <laughs> it was a little bit longer than I than I expected. I mean, you told me it was long, but it it was longer than I than I expected. But we we watched that, and uh, it, yeah. And we also watched Daredevil. You, Ooh, you nice. started me on there. Uh, we needed a, we needed a new Marvel uh, fix, so we started watching Daredevil. And uh, man, it's really good. But it's 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 a very different Marvel than <laughs> the yeah. MCU that I'm used to. <laughs> so there is a um, so it's yeah that's it's interesting. Um, uh, Daredevil, it's it, Daredevil is my favorite all time like Marvel character probably. Because wow. he's, I had more of his comic books as a kid, and okay. kind of really liked his character. So they've made attempts to kind of bring him to. They had a Ben Affleck movie that was terrible, and was Jennifer like Garner with Electra. Yeah, yeah, it was awful. So when they did this, you know, it took me a while to watch it myself. But I'm telling you, like this series, it's 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 brutal. It's gruesome. I think Netflix kind of got some properties that they were trying to do an adult version of of mm-hmm. Marvel. They had a few like. Um, I think there was like a um, Luke Cage and, and Jessica Jones. That the language was bad. There was a little rougher. This one kind of threads the needle. It's incredibly violent. The language is a little more coarse. Um, there's a little more suggestive material. It's much much darker. But um, but yeah, it needs a disclaimer for sure. How, how are you handling yeah. that? Well, we're we're about seven episodes in, and the. The other warnings that it come, you know, the mature content. We've not seen anything like that. I, in fact, there are other things that we have easier ratings that have stronger language. So that what we haven't had that yet. It may be coming, uh, but it's just it's the 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 king the, the the kingpin and the and the violence. It's just brutal is a good word. It's just it's rough. Uh, there are a few times, yeah, I had to turn away. I, I, I'm not, I'm not a big horror genre fan. I love, I love anything that's uh, spooky and mysterious. But when it gets into the slasher, chainsaws and hatchets and things like that, I'm not. That's not my favorite thing. <laughs> and so yeah. this, this borders, it borders there. Uh, it's so, it's so graphic sometimes. The, the uh, fighting, but. It's 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 more realistic in a way too. So mm. it's uh, nope. but the but the storyline has been very good. And as yeah, this is my first uh, my first entry to this character. Like I mean, my you know I've never I've never followed him before. And immediately you're you're drawn in like what what's going on this guy's story. I mean, it's your heart's with him from the beginning. He's he's kind of that antihero. You're rooting for him, but he's he's got this dark side and like Batman does that, you know? Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, it, it's, I'm, 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 I'm excited to go back and watch it. Last night we, we watched way too much last night because we kept going, we got to stop here. And then we're like, ah, man, cause some of the, the episodes where they, where they stop, you're like, Oh, that's a horrible place to stop. I got to know what happens. So we watched a little bit more. Yeah. Those <laughs> are the craziest definitely. shows. Those are the craziest shows that they leave you on the cliffhanger every single time. It's crazy. So we were like, okay, he made it. He, he, that's how we got out of that one. So that's what we'll do. Yeah. Sometimes we'll, last night we, we stopped and finally we'll, we stopped at the end of episode seven. I think it was, we were like, okay, there's some closure there. Nothing's, nothing's really hanging. We can, we can turn it off. Cause I had some more work to do, <laughs> but uh, it was good. And I mean, a totally different feel than watching, uh, the the Disney uh, the uh, Beatles get back documentary <laughs> which we were you know we were going it's, come it's on slow come moving on. yeah <laughs> yeah it's very slow moving I was really surprised I mean but you, you at the same time you feel like gosh there was there were sixty hours of footage and and they've got it, they've cut it down to like six or seven and so you can tell like you're missing you're missing parts of the story because 
really it felt like for two hours um, they're just trying to figure out what, what they're going to do. And then they're not getting along while they're doing it. And so you're like, why are they mad? And then all of a sudden, you know, one walks out at the very end and quits. And you're like, what happened? Like I me mean, and Paul, Paul makes a couple of comments about, you know, we're not doing this right. We, we got to get better at this. And the other guy just gets up and leaves. And you're like, well, I missed something. <laughs> there must have been more more behind the scenes drama going on that, that got cut. But uh, it was still good. I think the most amazing part, uh, which we may have talked about last week, you may have mentioned it, is that a hundred things. I mean, there, there's, there's a whole tech crew and all the Beatles are in there. They've all got guests in the room. And then Paul McCartney sitting over there at the piano going, the long and winding road. He's making that up <laughs> while all this stuff's going on. And you see him over there making up little pieces of songs. And you're like, that, that kind of crazy right there. Um, just God. watching that creative process, I, you know, I don't. I, the other thing that I thought was really interesting, you know, I've always wondered um, how they decided who wrote what, because it was always Lennon McCartney, and then George would get a song, maybe a one song on the on a project, and Ringo might have a song every now and then, but you rarely ever saw. I had never seen all four of their names, and there were there were some songs that flashed up on the screen that had all of their names. I had never seen that before, uh, so I always wondered, like, when they're when you're when you're making up a song like that as a band, how could that just be two people or one person writing it? it seems yeah. like it was all it was like all of them were doing it together, as opposed to somebody coming in and going, "Here's the finished song." Right. They're, it was like they're collaborating, but they didn't they didn't collaborate on the credit. Well, and a so. little background for our listeners too is you actually kind of come from that world where um, you and I have. You know, as, as creatives and you're, you're kind of a songwriter by trade or not kind of you are that's your that's what you you've done I don't want to out you or dox you or anything <laughs> like that but but you go to co-write you do that for a living you write songs and go to co-writes and you write with artists and you write with with other creatives and you've been in this process before and now we're on this culture of if you're in the room when a song is written and you just contribute an opinion about it you pretty right. much in our world, you get cut, you're cut in, right? You were there and what you're seeing. And, and I, I think you're, it's really interesting from our perspective, watching that first episode is that, you know, Ringo's playing along a drum beat and that may not get ca- counted at all as inspiration for the, he gets cut right out of the songwriting on some of those songs. And, oh, yeah. and, and my thing today, is that everybody's, yeah. Today it would be counted. <laughs> it would be a, totally be counted. You know, a, a word for a third, as they say, or whatever. <laughs> oh, and Yoko Ono's in the room, so you got to give her a little piece. And yeah. they all, they, they, all the guys running cameras were in the room. So, yeah. It, well, I actually have friends that are in bands that actually kind of – that can be – that is still, even now, like a, a point of contention among, like, guys that are in bands. Um, a lot of times there's fewer bands these days because there's a key member, right. That does all the songs and the band is kind of a brand or marketing ploy where there's sort of higher guns around one or two key creatives. Right. That's mm-hmm. typically what most bands are today. There are still a few like the Foo Fighters that do it a little different, but still Dave's the key member. Right. Um, and it's really interesting to see that them work like that because they're not, they're not doing that. And you see the tension right of Ringo and George you almost feel like even that first episode of George like hey what about this and they're like ah, I don't know if I'm not feeling that and we've all been in those rooms where you know you throw out an idea and 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 you're treated it's not taken well and if you don't have really thick skin or um it's just a very it's interesting place to kind of bury your soul and right. be creative and and risk being cut out and i can't imagine if you multiply that times a thousand because they're so famous and this matters and there's so much money on the line now i don't think they're worried about money at this point there's so much um integrity and clout and and influence on the line right and there are these cameras too watching in everybody's gonna see what you contributed or what you didn't get contributed right and you're trying to to be uh, to keep up and i think all of those things are just that kind of when you think about all that and, the, and, and it, when he walks out there at the end and the, the tension is I don't want to do this anymore and it's just a like you said it's a circus and it's chaotic and and man I, I've I, I mean 
I almost said I've been in situations like that, but I've never been in situations, anything like that. Right. Um, But where it's attentions are there and you just kind of people getting their toes stepped on and there's egos involved and, and business involved. It's interesting. The other thing that's real, I thought was interesting is that when you really look at their career, I mean, most people became aware of the Beatles around 1964 when, when you pictured them black and white and black and white television on on, on TV shows singing songs like I Want to Hold Your Hand. And and then five years, six years later, 19, we're going to be at 1970. And, and how quickly culture changed. I mean, just the look of everything and the way the people act and the way people dress. And I mean, it, it was a five years of a, a huge change in a lot of things. Uh, and so that was interesting. There were, there was a lot of language, of course, in this, cause you know, and, uh, I was like, I didn't even know they need those words in 1967. You know, I was like, Oh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> didn't, know, didn't expect that right there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, and have so you great. seen, have you got to watch it JD at all? Have you, I've not this it? week, this week has been all star Wars for me. I, I told okay. you guys last week, I've been watching the uh, essential episodes for the Clone War series. Yeah, um, I've made it to the final season, Ooh. and now I'm so invested in these characters. I don't want to finish it because I know how oh, it's no. going to end. You know how it's going to end. You know, with just conflict and hate, and it's kind of watching the prequels, but a different version of the prequels with way more characters. Mm-hmm. Um, so I haven't finished it yet, but because I don't want to, you know, but it's been good and it's been so great. Um, They actually had an episode about the Bad Batch, which I didn't realize they had an episode um, in the Clone Wars before they gave them their own series. And it kind of gave a little background to them, um, which we've seen a little bit of of Bad Batch, but it's another good show. Um, But it's been cool to kind of see different. It's got some Mandalorian stuff. Um, It's got like the Darth Saber, the Dark Saber and all that good stuff. So it's been fun to get to see different strands of the story for sure. Yeah. You brought up the Mandalorian, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the big, the big reveal this week on, on Bob, yeah. book of Boba Fett is we get a whole episode about the Mandalorian with what's up. Oh, with I haven't seen that yet. Oh, I, I spoiled it for you. I'm so <laughs> no, sorry. That's okay. No, that's okay. Well, oh my it's God. actually, it's set up to be a, a, like a surprise. So sorry. Yeah. Um, no, that actually, I mean, that makes me actually, you know, I don't, Spoilers don't usually bother me. I, that kind of makes me like, man, I got to get it back in. I, I'm an episode behind, so that makes yeah. me want to jump in there. It's a cool episode. I'm curious about what they're doing. What do you think, JD? Man, it was probably, I mean, it was a really good episode. Again, I'm trying not to, I don't want to spoil anything about the episode. Um, but oh, it looks like they're setting it up that there's going to be a maybe a relationship where he's going to be some muscle for Boba Fett, don't you think? I mean, oh, yeah. I mean, that's, that's really I think, cool. I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm interested to see if they're going to bring any more Jedi action back into it. Um, but it's cool. I mean, again, the Mandalorian such a cool, mysterious, you know, you don't really know what's going on with them that I'm excited to kind of reach more into his character for sure. Well, and, and again, it was a pivotal, I, I thought there was a, there's a scene in there um, that's pivotal to the future of the Mandalorian. And um, mm-hmm. you, you wonder how that's going to play out there at the end. And well, we don't have to we'll get, leave it at that, David. So um, all right, yeah, man, I, I went, we got we got sidetracked with uh, Daredevil, and so I've got to well, hey, get back. No, but, I was going to just circle back around on Daredevil. It is uh, um, you got three seasons, and it is one of those that you you know they're, they're series they they're an hour long, and sometimes when it's dark and it takes that long, you can doze off and fall asleep. But it is one of those where you're like at the end, like it wakes you up. Like you you could stay up till three in the morning. I've done that. I've been in bed yeah. with, you know, my wife is asleep and I'm like, just one more, just one more, just one more. And it's 4 a.m. Yeah. And that's the type of show that Daredevil yeah. is. And um, and some of that, I think, has to do with its 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 brutalness and grittiness. That character, the, both the acting, would you agree? Like the acting and the character development is stellar. And oh, he, he's, it's very good. The, the Kingpin um, um, Wilson Fisk portrayal, who show you can see why they, they he shows up and and why they want to keep these guys going and these actors right. in particular, and then to see Matt Murdock and, and again now that you see to see him show up in Spider on the big oh, screen right. that's huge right. huge right. and, and uh, I, you know I cheered at the time but I'm glad that you guys can now um, feel that with me. 
Well, now, yeah. and we've got Kingpin also in Hawkeye. Yep. So everything's mm-hmm. everything's kind of fitting together. I, you know, so yeah, I, I was pretty excited to see the the you know the the, the pieces fitting together like a puzzle. That was really cool. And I, I sent you, uh, John David. I don't know if you were in the in it. I sent uh, Dustin a, a a text this week that was an article that said Disney is going to do a fourth season. So wow. I don't know how uh, you know you you read stuff like that on the on on the internet, and you're really not sure 100 percent if it's right. But it looked it looked like they were seriously talking about it because it talked about it moving from Netflix to Disney Plus. Well, oh, a couple wow. of so, things. But- with that, that's, you know, interesting because I remember when they announced they weren't going to do a fourth season, they, mm-hmm. everybody was like furious. Like it wasn't like, it wasn't, I don't know. I don't know numbers. It maybe it was too brutal. I don't know why they decided not to do a fourth season, but daredevil fans were like, you know, up in arms about that. Um, because this is right. really good quality, but what's going to be interesting if they move it to Disney plus, they are going to tone down. They're going to have to tone down the, the, the amount of yeah. violence, right? That's not, I mean, Unless well, they go to I Hulu mean, well, with it. Well, well you know, there been, maybe that's why they they did some of those testings where they were asking people, you know, do you want, you know, parental, I mean, they could put controls over things so that, you know, some things can't be watched. And that's what they'll have to figure out if they're going to. But, I mean, I watched, again, I watched Get Back. And, again, there was a lot of language that a lot of people wouldn't think was appropriate for children either. And any yes. kid could, can turn that, you know, on and. You know, that's so, a great point. I, yeah, mean, I think we, they did have a disclaimer on that when it started too. But I mean, in all of these things, you have to you have to patrol your own kids, and you have to have those those safeguards in place. So it wouldn't surprise me if they tone it down a little bit. But um, you know, it, it'll change the whole nature of it if they if they do it too much. I, I yeah, don't know the character. I don't know the character arc though. He may he may have mellowed out by the end of the third season. I don't know. Yeah. But right now well, he's got a lot of he's got a lot of pent up anger and. <laughs> well, if there's a big audience, if there's a big audience, we know Disney will find a way to do it. We've talked a lot about you know this next phase for Marvel. You know, is it going to be more of a dark phase? I, I've seen some. Again, we always talk about all the rumors we see. I saw something the other day that said that they were trying to figure out how to get Deadpool into like a you know into a scene or into a movie um you know you know his movies are definitely they're r-rated more dark more um you know r-rated type of a movie even more so than daredevil they're just more more um what's the word vulgar Mm -hmm. (laughs) intentionally vulgar right yeah have you guys seen have you guys seen the the new trailer for i guess the only trailer for moon knight yet with oscar Mm -hmm. isaac Yes, I, I've read some stuff with that too. That said, it's going to be probably the most dark, you know, Disney Plus series that they've put out. That'll be a gauge to see what you know. Yeah. Well, I think too, might. what happens a lot and happened with Harry Potter a little bit to a lesser degree is your 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 target grows up with it, right? And and um, I think there's a little bit of that too going on. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, you you hope they don't lose the magic. Yeah, yeah, that's really important. And but if yeah. you know, if Spider Man was any indication, they're not close to that. You know, they're they're right in their wheelhouse, and there's there's a lot of possibilities moving forward. But I'm thrilled to see Matt Murdock a, a part of it. Yeah, some some other news. Just because you guys know I'm a big parks uh, guy, they just released some pictures the other day of they finally filled in the moat around Phantasmic at Hollywood Studios. I, so I, I saw that. Yeah, so we know it's coming back this year, but it's fun to finally see some actually like construction headways towards bringing that show back. Because that's probably, I mean, next to Rise of Resistance, it's probably my favorite thing at Hollywood Studios. It's definitely my favorite show. Um, so I saw if, that was awesome. Yeah. For the, if you're not familiar, Fantasmic originally is a show that uh, started at Disneyland, right there on the Rivers of America, and at, at Hollywood Studios they have a huge theater that they perform this show out on the water, tons of characters, tons of music. Um, it's one of the biggest, a lot, a lot of fireworks. It's one of the biggest shows, uh, mm-hmm. you know, seats thousands of people at a time. And uh, it's been down since the pandemic and it's finally coming back with some new updates. 
and some changes to the show, so it's going to be really exciting. And we've got other good news. I'm uh, going down to Florida next week for a couple of days to spend some time with JD in the middle of the week. So we're going to get a couple of park days in before, hopefully, before the crowds uh, get even bigger than they are right now. I've heard it. I've heard it's been really crowded in January, and and uh, so you know, for a January that it's been very full, a lot of people are saying. So I'm not quite sure what to expect. We'll be there second week of February. And so we'll, we'll see some, uh, we'll see what, what it's like. Yeah. That's uh, awesome. also, and also, uh, I didn't mention this last week, I don't think, but John David and I also got tickets to Dizzy Expo out in Anaheim this September. So right. never, never done this. We, we talked about destination D 23, uh, in November, but this time we're going to be heading out just to check out the conference for a couple of days in September. So excited about that! Yeah, we, we fought. We fought the Ticketmaster. We we vanquished <laughs> the the enemy, and we got tickets to this one. We had we had to get on a queue. It was a crazy experience. So we're happy. We're really excited to be able to say we we've both got tickets to this one. We both we both we, we both got online right at the the second that they went on sale and immediately we were like 8,000 in line. I mean, we, we were, we were way back, but we got, we got tickets. And so we're, we're good to go. I think they still have some tickets. I, the, the destination D 23 event only allowed a couple of thousand people in the, in the venue, but I, this is huge. I mean, I saw one estimate that said in 2017, a hundred thousand people went. So wow. I, I can't believe that's accurate. That was on the Wikipedia, but uh, it, 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 it's at a convention center in Anaheim. And the largest venue, I think there are 7,500, but I guess they can have lots of different things going on at different times. And there are lots of rooms that hold several thousand. So I, I, it's going to be interesting. But that'll be fun. Well, the other, yeah. the other like big Disney news that I saw this week was our, and it is, our Encanto alert, everyone. Um, our weekly Encanto chat, Encanto, excuse me, um, I, you know, whatever. I'm from Kentucky. Um, so um, um, We Don't Talk About Bruno is the second Disney song ever to hit number one on the Hot 100. It's the number one song in America last week, We Don't Talk About Bruno from Encanto, a soundtrack song from a, a Disney musical yeah, animated series. It, it's only happened one other time. I forget what, what was the other. Was it, was it The Lion King? Can you feel the love tonight? Was that the other one? I think so, it, it, I don't. I don't think Let It Go did it. Really, Let I'm It Go on, didn't do it, it but Bruno. Wow, that's number insane. one. Uh, that's no, crazy. The fact I'm looking, Let It Go peaked at number five. That's what I was wow. thinking. It was near. It was near there, but. Wow. Okay, here's a trivia for you, real quick. What was? <laughs> what do you think? The what do you think the other number one was? The, the other one. number one, yeah. Oh, what the number one is? Uh, so, the, so there's two number one. Oh, you don't. We don't talk about Bruno, and there's one other yeah. Disney song from an animated Disney movie that hit number one on the Hot 100 chart. What do you think Gosh. it is? Can I ask it? Can I narrow it down a little bit? Was, was it since the 90s? <laughs> it, no, it, this, no. it happened. It happened in the 90s. Hakuna Matata. That's my Good guess. guess. Good in. guess, but no. I Dang would it. guess the a Phil Collins song. Um, oh, maybe, that's good. Maybe you'll be in my heart. No, hold hey guys, up, hold come up. on. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. All right. Could it be Beauty and the Beast? Beauty and the Beast. It's got to be Beauty and the Beast. But what which song? song? That's be? a movie. What's the song? Yeah, yeah. What song could it be? What would be the most popular? I would say the Celine Dion Beauty and the Beast. Nope. Taylor's Not that one. Time. You're missing well, a really obvious one. You're going to kick yourself. Be our guest. You. No. Be our guest. What? Is it so it's not from that is. movie? Not from that movie. Oh, is oh, it? A, oh, could it be Aladdin? It uh, could be. Whole new world. Be. Whole new world. Whole a whole new, new world. world. It's a whole new world. <laughs> oh, whole new world. I knew it had to be a love song. I thought it had to yeah. be a love romantic. Gosh. So well, get that. A whole wow. new world, and we don't talk about Bruno. What? That's crazy. That's twenty That's years crazy. I mean, years, think about thirty years different. Take yourself back to twenty thirteen when Let It Go came out, and that didn't reach number one. But Bruno did. I mean, that is just crazy. It is. It is really amazing because when we even started talking about this movie, um, from uh, when we went and saw it at, at Halloween, <laughs> at Thanksgiving, 
you know, I thought it was great, but I didn't hear a lot of people talking about it. And it was, it really wasn't until it showed up on Disney plus that people started talking about it so much. Mm. Does it feel like that to you guys? No, totally. There's articles been written on that, that it didn't actually, I was on Twitter the other day and one of the creators, one of the animators um, wrote, he says, I'm so thrilled that this has taken on a life within streaming that we were all dis- that he basically indicated we were all disappointed and thought that theatrical lease was it was a disappointment and now it's just come become a cultural phenomenon through streaming which is another indication of how different the world is since a whole new world the whole new world you turned on your radio and it's a single like it's on all the time and that was back when um, you know the top the hot 100 was based mainly on radio play right and maybe right. sing- you could buy those cassette singles back then and and that kind of thing as well. And then it kind of had a component of, of actual retail sales as well when they actually scanned and people bought, you know, music. And now right. it's all about streaming. It's all about Spotify. It's all about Apple Music and, and Amazon. And then how mm-hmm. the Hot 100 is compiled completely in a different manner. So it's really interesting that Disney has bookend two number ones in completely different eras with that music. And, man, I'm telling you, my kids listen to that song every day, every day. It's a good one. It's really good. Yeah. I mean, it's so good. Gosh, well, we, wow. Well, I hit you guys with some trivia. Um, so what, I know Dave, I don't want to spill the beans. I was going to let you take over and do it, but I know David's right. sitting yeah. over there with some trivia. Go well, ahead. yeah, we, 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 we threw out some trivia last week, and so we said we were going to do – I would bring some trivia questions this week, So, but we've already talked 20, 25 minutes, so we'll have to go fast. Speed around. So, all right. So what I've got, I've got, I got about twenty-five questions. The first half are kind of like what you were just doing with the song. What song did this? What movie did this? So there, and then the second half is some kind of strange, obscure part trivia. Okay, right. let's do it. Let's do it. It's gonna be fun. All right. So All we're right. just shouting it out, or are we, time are we holding our? Okay, yeah. Yeah. So I can give you, I can give you multiple choice, or you can. Uh, we'll see how. Here's the first question. Okay, what Disney movie? was the first to be released on home video just six months after its theatrical release. So, you know, there was a history of all these movies that had played in the theaters, and then they would finally be released. This was the first one that they went from its theatrical release. Six months later, they put it on video, and it was a huge gamble. Like a lot of of people within the company thought this was a big mistake. It needed to go back into the theaters in seven years. But this is the first one that went straight from the theater six months to video. And of course, it was a huge, huge success. Gosh. You want me to give you four choices? I'm going to guess first The Jungle Book because I think it came out in the 80s. And that would have been the era of the VHS and the the era of the, the, the video store the very kind of first of those. Okay, that's wrong. wrong. <laughs> ah, okay, all right. Jo- Jungle, Book, Jungle Book is actually the 60s, so. No, but they remade it. It re-released in the 80s. That's right. one of the uh, first movies I've ever saw at a theater. You're exactly right. There was mm. a live action version. No, it's not. This no, is, I, this it was, was animated. This... It was. Did they remake it, an animated one? They re- maybe they re-released the animated they did. one. They did yeah. re-release it, yes. But okay, there was yeah. also a live-action anime. In 1984, there was a live-action animated. Oh. Not, not animated, live-action Jungle Book 2. I that didn't probably see that has, That probably had some, some whatever. I don't know how they would have done the animals back then. But anyway, okay. it's, it, this is animated. This is all animated. And so here's your choices. Was it Little Mermaid, Lion King, Pocahontas, or Tarzan. Okay, I know it's not uh, my top two. I'm thinking it's got to either be Little Mermaid or Pocahontas. Gosh, I'm no, just gonna say it's, it's not. Little Tarzan. Mermaid came first, and it yeah. was a smash. I'm gonna say Little Mermaid. Yeah, I'll say the Little Mermaid as well. Okay, correct. It is Little Mermaid. Right. And uh, the other, the, the reason I put this question in here is because Little Mermaid often gets the credit for being considered the beginning of the Disney Renaissance. Yeah. It's when animation got its big boost. But it was also the first movie that started the whole, we go to the movie, we see it, and six months later, the video comes out. This was the first one. It started a whole new a whole new trend in money, video Money, sales. money, money, money. Yep. <laughs> Okay, 
Here's another, this is another V, we're kind of in VHS world here for a minute. What was the last, the last of the classic animated movies, classic animated films, to finally be released on home video in 1994, and it became the second biggest selling VHS movie of all time? I have a guess, but I'm going to let JD go first. And I'll give you multiple choice if you want. I've got to think through that. That was a long question. I'm thinking through all the different aspects. So it was, it was released on VHS in 1994. or The movie was released in 1994. No, the it's just a classic. So this was okay, just a classic that day. Okay, previous century, but wasn't released on VHS until 1994. They held out on this one till the very end. It's it's either Cinderella or Sleeping Beauty. I'm going to say Sleeping Beauty. I seem to remember that. Gosh. I'll say Peter Pan just for kicks and giggles. Wait, it could be All Bambi right. too. I'm gonna give you four choices. All right. Was it was it Snow White, Cinderella, Peter Pan, or Lady in the Tramp? Dang it. All good ones. Gosh, those are all just educated guesses. I'm going to jump from I'm going to jump from Cinderella. I should say Cinderella since I said that originally and stick with it, but I'm going to say Snow White instead. I'm going to hold on to my Peter Pan and stay loyal to it. Okay, this one was Snow White. It's one of the very last. Everybody kept going, why won't they release? Why won't they release? I I was Mm. kind of surprised. The the ones that I remember taking forever were Aristocats and things like the Black Cauldron. It's like, are they ever going to put these out? I thought, Mm. but this is, I found this on a couple of different places on on the internet, so it must be true. So Snow White became, (laughs) if the Snow White became the second biggest selling VHS what was their biggest selling Disney VHS of all time? Peter Pan. Pinocchio. Pinocchio? The Lion what? King. The Lion King. Oh, Durr. The Lion King. Durr. That was Dang. that was kind of a half question. So all right. Uh, Number three. Okay. Disney okay, Disney, you know, has has these big milestones where he, you know, he has Steamboat Willie. And the company explodes, and then he had he introduces color and flower and trees as short in the in the in the and grows again, and then he releases the first feature length animated movie, Snow White, in 1937, grows the whole the company to a whole new level. They build a huge studio, then they hit the war years, and they have they lose all their farm markets. So mo- the movies like Pinocchio, Bambi. Fantasia, they don't do very well financially. They lose money because they spent more than they can earn back. Then they get caught in the war. They're caught up in the war effort. They're doing uh, government films for the for the U.S. Army and government, so they get really behind. So when the war finally concludes, Disney decides he's got to have a hit. They've got to have a major hit to get them back on, uh, back in the black. So what animated film released in 1950? Rescued the studio financially after the difficult World War II years. What was the big, big, big hit of that era? And I can Gosh. give you your four choices. Let's let's both. I want to. So my ben, thought. Before you, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm just thinking. Walt. They loved like classic fairy tales. So if he's going to bet all this chips on something, it's got to be something like Sword in the Stone. You know, some something classic that he can feel safe with. That's just my thought process. Uh, I, I'm kind of leaning towards, like, I, before you said animated, I was going to say bed knobs and broomsticks. Mm. Because, But it's not, if you said animated, then I'm going to say, um, I feel like Sword in the Stone came out too late. Like, that was like, wasn't okay. that in the 70s? Um, I, don't, I don't know. I know it's like around that period. But I'm going to say, really what, what about Winnie the Pooh? The... Gosh, it's not a movie. That's not a movie. It's like a series. You know, what I'm I don't think that. Yeah. yeah. I'll give you one clue. What, what had been their biggest hit? What had been their biggest movie Ban- so far? Was it Snow White? Snow White. Right? Ban- Snow White has been their biggest movie so far. So okay. he's going to build. He's going to. He's going to release a new film that's got to be a hit. Snow White's been the biggest hit so far. So what's he going to go with? Could Could that be Peter Pan? I mean, what could? I mean, what year did Pinocchio come out? Or Cinder- 19, 1940. The ones that yeah. didn't do well in the 40s were Pinocchio, Fantasia, and Bambi. Dumbo was so, pretty much a success. But now we're going, we're going from the early years. We're going from the really right. elaborate I guess maybe to the Cinderella? Whole, whole new. 
Polynesian. Cinderella's that your final good. answer? <laughs> I think so. All right, that's it. Cinderella. All right. Oh, there you go. <laughs> All right. Okay, same era. We're in the same era. What was the first animated Disney film that aired on television? The first one that they put on TV. This is 1954 on the Disneyland show where they're promoting Disneyland, and he, he lets one of the movies show on the air. I'll give you I'll give you four choices if you want. Yeah, I'll take them. I, unless you got a guess, JD. Well, I mean, again, like I feel like I keep guessing Peter Pan to everything, but I, I thought Peter Pan came out in '54. But again, I could be wrong. So you're close. It was '53. Oh, okay. There it is. I'm gonna say. So your, your choices are: Adventures of Ichabod and Mr. Toad, Cinderella, or Alice in Wonderland. I'll say Alice in Wonderland. Yeah, I feel like that. Yeah. There you go, Alice in Wonderland. All right. There it is. Okay, we gotta move. After okay, now we now we're gonna go. Now we're at the end of the 1950s. So we had this huge success of Cinderella, and Alice doesn't do very well. Peter Pan does well. Lady and the Tramp does pretty good. Then they spend like nine years working on Sleepy Beauty, and it's the most expensive animated film they'd ever done at this point. And box office sales weren't very good. All right, so they're kind of in a slump again. So after Sleeping Beauty's disappointing performance at the box office, um, oh, I, actually, I got these questions out of order, but after, after its slump at the box office, how many years would it take before they do another princess movie? Was it 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, or 40 years? We're talking about the end of the 1950s. Cinderella, uh, Sleeping Beauty was 1959. A princess what are movie. the other princess movies, JD? So the lead, you're calling like a princess movie is like the lead is a princess. Right. Okay. Um, so that is Sleeping Beauty. And then after that, we would have a bunch of 90s. It would just all, I'm trying to think what would be something that's not, it was Mulan was the 90s, Pocahontas was the 90s, right? Little Mermaid? Would that Little count? Mermaid was it? like 89, right? I mean, or not, it might have been 90. Uh, uh, was there anything before that though? No, I think it's longer than you think. So that, that, that's like 30 years, right? Yeah. Something oh yeah. Like, that could be touching. I mean, if it's, if it's 50s touching 90s, but I guess 30, Oh, 30s would probably you're right, be much you're right, you're right, you're right. Final answer. All right. <laughs> you're already right. I gotta get Yes, you're right. It took him 30 years from 1959 nice. to 1989. Hey, nice detective work there. Good there job. we go. There we go. All right. Here's the question I thought I was going to ask. So, after again, this slump of Beating the Bee, I mean, of Sleeping Beauty, almost every time something like this happens, you know, people start talking like, oh, animation is not going to make it. So, what movie came out two years later in 1961? Once again, credited with saving Disney Animation's department after the poor performance of Sleeping Beauty. All right, I'll give you a clue. It's not. It's not a princess kind of movie. It's a. It's a. It's an animal movie, and it's animated. Wow. Came out in 1961. It was a huge success. I think I know what it is. JD knows what it is. Go ahead. Is it? Is it one of our favorites? Which one? What, I'm not sure. You say it, Just say it. Just say it. It's, no, it's, you it's, say it. It's Robin Hood, man. Okay, sweet. All right, Robin Hood. Gosh, <laughs> no, Robin Hood? No. 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 Robin, Hood's about, Robin Hood's 10 years later, 12 years oh, later. This, dang oh, okay, it. I was going to say. We're in the early early 60s. So well, think then it's got to be Bambi then, right? I mean, that's the only other no, animal. No, Bambi's way said, earlier than that. That's, but that's you said, the 40s. You said all animals, didn't you? No, I just said it's mainly an animal movie. Oh, no, see, has, I was thinking. This has adults. Yeah, I confuse you. This has this has people in it too. Okay. Is it the Jungle Book? No, it's not the Jungle. Nope, it's close. Same era. Gosh, it's not bed knobs and broomsticks. Nope, that's the seventies, and that's live action. Okay. Gosh, the sixties. This this movie was also one of the reasons it was so financially successful. It was they found a new uh, technology that made animation go faster. They were able to Xerox the drawings that the animators made instead of having to hand trace 
uh, everything they drew onto cells they can now copy. So it even has a, it even ha it even looks like that. You can you can tell it's that I would say the style is sketchy, no, not not in a bad way. Sketchy like it looks it looks very hand drawn. It, it wasn't one hundred one Dalmatians, is it? Yes. Is it one hundred one Dalmatians? Good job. All right. There it goes. Yeah. Hundred one Dalmatians was another Gosh. big success. All right, and you've already you've already said this one, but this film was the first animated feature that came out after Walt Disney passed away. It was the last one that he directly worked on. Was in meetings about every day, and uh, it, fortunately, it was a box office success because when he's passed, you know, executives are already going, "What are we going to do with animation?" But then this movie came out, and it was a big success. Another 1960s film. Jungle Book? That's it. Jungle Book. Very right. good. All right. Though not a fan of sequels, Walt Disney hoped to make a sequel of this film, which his nephew Roy finally made happen at the start of this century. It's a classic movie that Disney wanted to make a sequel, but he never did because it didn't do as well as he wanted it to do at the box office. But finally, 60 years later, they made... A sequel. Cars I'm thinking, 2. I'm thinking I'm counting it right. <laughs> Cars 7. Toy Story 4. Um, Gosh. No, I, was, I was actually going to say, is it Through the Looking Glass? Nope. Okay. <laughs> it's a one-word title. The original movie was a one-word title that I'm, I'm looking for. It's, this is the movie they made a sequel of. If I Bambi's Revenge. Year, <laughs> if I told you the year, I said it came out the, the beginning of this century. Because so two thousand, yeah. If I told you that two thousands in the title, does that help? Gosh, something two thousand. It wasn't. Was it a? Was it a remake or a a sequel? It's like a sequel. It's 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 a new movie, but okay. Same same title. Man, same I I'm I'm stumped. Because I'm trying to think, like 2000. I know, like Atlantis, Emperor's New Groove, right. um, Tre Treasure Planet might have even came out in that. Maybe they're all a little bit later. They're all a little bit later. This one's 2000. 2000. 2000's in the title. Think Snow White 2000. Oh, is it Fantasia or is it Fantasia? Oh, the remake. Uh, yeah. Okay, that's a trick right. question. You for I forget about those because all right. All right, couple, couple, we got to get to the park stuff. But what was Disney's first direct-to-video sequel? Now, this is this we we've had we've had Little Mermaid was the first one that went from the movie to right to video. Then they decide, hey, we can capitalize off the sale of these movies by doing sequels that we put directly to video. So, what oh. was the what was the first one? I'm going to say Return of Jafar. Oh, Very good. Man. Return. Oh, oh. <laughs> That's good. Good job. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I remember because okay. it was terrible. And and everybody seemed to have it. And it never came out of the theater. And it was the first moment in my life I was like, if it doesn't go out of the theater, it's probably not as good. Well, it was a it was a huge, huge, huge success. Uh, and it started the whole, you know, genre of we got every movie had a sequel. But mm -hmm. One interesting little thing I read about this: Robin Williams. Robin Williams had uh, some contract disputes uh, regarding his performance, so he did not return and play the genie in Return of Jafar. Now he would eventually they they would clear everything and he would come back in the third Aladdin movie and he would do the voice of the genie, but he did not do the voice of the genie in Return of Jafar. Instead, the genie was voiced by an actor who provides the voice for. Is it A, I got to get my page to turn here. Is it A, Homer Simpson, B, Scooby-Doo, C, SpongeBob, or D, Tigger and Pooh? The guy that did, the guy that does the voice of Genie, was it Homer Simpson, Scooby-Doo, SpongeBob, or the actor that does both Tigger and Pooh? Gotta knock out SpongeBob. I just cannot imagine that unless he's doing something crazy. I'm gonna say Scooby Doo just because I have no idea, and that would be interesting to me. I'll say I'll say Homer just because that's only low. I'm, I'm gonna go with Homer. It's Homer. Oh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> I think it's Homer Simpson is the voice of. That's crazy, of huh? Genie. All right. 
couple more couple more movie questions. Uh, what was the last of all those crazy direct to direct to movie direct to video sequels that came out in that era? What was the last Disney movie to be released on VHS? This is the very last. This is the last thing they put out that went straight to VHS. That's a sequel. Yeah, it's a sequel. It's a two, and it was the last one. And then there were no more VHSs. We we go into DVD world. So it, there's um, let's go through all the sequels. It could be like Cinderella, Peter Pan, Jungle Book, uh, One Hundred One Dalmatians. But I don't know if that would be it. Gosh, maybe Cinderella. I'm gonna say uh, if the first one was Return of Jafar, then. And the Lion King was probably too close mm. to it, but there was a Lion King sequel. That, yeah. I think I'm going to say that yeah. one. I'll say Cinderella. That was neither one of those. <laughs> it was Bambi Two. Bambi Two. Uh, it's no Bambi one Two wanted. starring uh, Patrick Stewart was the okay. was Bam was Bambi's dad in that. All right. Um, okay. What was here's another another last of what was the last traditional 2D animated movie. If you know what I'm talking about, like Pixar is computer animated. We know the difference, like the difference between like Cinderella's hand-drawn Pixar and modern movies now are computer animated. This was the last 2D animated movie that Disney released in the theaters. Was it Atlantis Lost Empire, The Princess and the Frog, Treasure Planet, or Winnie the Pooh? I feel like it's The Princess and the Frog. I think it looks yeah. the most drawn to me. I'm just going to guess. Gosh. Okay, so it was Winnie the Pooh, Atlantis, Prince and the Frog. Gosh. And this one was hand-drawn or it was 2D? This is all. This is 2D, which is hand-drawn. It's not. Oh, it's, okay. It's it's primarily, they draw it first, and they may use computers in the process, but. Yeah, I think you're right, um, Dustin. I think, I think it's Prince and the Frog. I think it's, yeah. All right, is that your answer? Yeah. All right. This is kind of a trick question. That's what most people say, but it's actually Winnie the Pooh. The 2011 Winnie the Pooh, and most people forget that movie, I think, exists. Unless you had kids in that era, um, you know. But there was after Prince of the Frog in 2009, they did one more. But a lot of people say, they always say, oh, Princess and the Frog, that was the last 2D, but it was actually this Winnie the Pooh. The last one we all saw. Yeah. (laughs) True. All right. Um, okay. Uh, okay. Two more little quick questions. What was the first Disney animated movie in which characters watched TV? The first Disney animated movie where you saw a character or characters watching TV. 101 Dalmatians, right? They're watching Canine Crunchies. Canine Crunchies. That's correct. Very good. Go That's with, correct. Okay. That, was, that was a good one. That was one of my favorites. What's the first Disney anime movie that animated movie that features an automobile? And I'll tell you this: I, I, when I read this, I saw this on a, on a trivia thing, and they had it was a Dalmatians, but that's not true. I went back and s- s- checked a movie real quick, but this is all this is an all animated movie that has cars. What about Ichabod and, and, uh, and Mr. Toad? Hmm. That would be uh, it. Yeah, Boom! that would be it. <laughs> you know, I, the only reason I guess that is because I remember riding the ride. You're in a car, right? So yes, most people, a lot of a lot of things have it down that it's um, that was really good. Most that people have good. it down that it's um, uh, Dalmatians. If you cut set full length. Some people would say it's Lady and the Tramp because that's a full-length movie. Some people would say Ichabod and Mr. Tone are too too short to put together. But I'm going to give you that one since you pulled it out. I would have also given you Lady and the Tramp if you'd gotten that. But a lot of people think Lady and the Tramp is like horse-drawn because there's some, also some horse-drawn carts. But there's also mm-hmm. cars in that. All right, that's the last of our, our movie questions. You want a few part questions? Yeah, let's hit them. Let's do it. Okay. What is supposedly – some of these are kind of strange. I went for the – I went for the ones that were a little this little out of the out of the box. What is supposedly the most popular attraction or location? What's the most popular location in Disney that people sometimes attempt 
to scatter their loved one's ashes. Haunted, haunted Mansion, right? That would probably be the best. If I was going <laughs> to... I don't know. Haunted Mansion, I guess. That's my most educated guess. Off the, the teacups. Oh. <laughs> hey, just throw it in there. <laughs> be, be free. <laughs> I like that. Uh, it's the Haunted Mansion. It's the rumor yeah. most popular. Okay, yeah. and uh, just a follow-up question. What happens to the ashes if you what happens to the ashes if you leave them in the Haunted Mansion? Do you get kicked out of the parks? Do you get, or like no, they vacuum they get, it up? They get vacuumed up. <laughs> So oh don't scatter. If, if they're just gonna get vacuumed up. Oh, I so was gonna say the soul of your departed loved one goes home with someone else. <laughs> that that could that could be that's a better answer, but I think it's just that they get vacuumed up. So you, you, I'm gonna you stick my mind. You can't, can't, prove, can't, you can't stay in there forever. Okay, okay. Here's another uh, one that's kind of similar, though often refuted. Although this legend is often refuted. What gruesome, I'll, I'll call it gruesome, artifact, and I'm artifact in quotes, do many people insist is stored or hidden away under Disneyland's Pirates of the Caribbean attraction? I said Caribbean. Some people say Caribbean. But what is supposedly buried or hidden or stored beneath Disneyland's Pirates of the Caribbean? Gosh. Which I've was built in night. Which opened in 1967. I've heard a lot of spooky little, you know, people saying that the skeletons they use are real. Um, but the only other thing that I could think would be like a, is this like, this isn't proven though. This is just like a rumor kind of like. It's a rumor that has been around since, from the beginning of this, like early on in this attraction. There was an article that somebody put out in a newspaper that started this this rumor and it's been and people still believe it is it something walt, something's buried there is it walt disney like frozen or something that's correct oh, is it really? that? <laughs> i've the heard that i didn't go with disney because he was alive when that was built right he he he, yeah. he did not see it open but he oh, he did okay. build it there's a lot of people that think that that was the last attraction he may have even ridden like that he got to test ride it he definitely worked on the models, and there's footage of that. But there's for some reason they want to put it in uh, that you know his head. Some people believe they just saved his head, and that it was cryogenically frozen, and that he was going to come back. But he would be well over a hundred now, so that that w- it wouldn't work. So the, he was cremated. They know where his ashes are, but a lot of people still believe it. All right, number three here. Um, what is the Imagineering technique? So we're talking about Imagineering here. What was what's the technique used in the parks that makes buildings like the castle look much taller than they really are, or makes like Main Street appear much longer than it really is? Well, a technical term for this, but is it something like forced perspective? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I was gonna right? give you some multiple choice that I worked really hard on to yeah. make four things sound like four and I didn't even get no. to say it. All right. Me and Pretty my good. kids were talking about, they were making a thing at home. You make the bottom way bigger and the top mm-hmm. smaller in proportion to where it just looks way taller. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Another Imagineering technique. Uh, this Imagineering, Imagineering technique used in attractions, mainly, uh, uh, most notably in the Haunted Mansion, to produce a transparent figure, like a ghost-like figure. What is that? What is this uh, technique called? Uh, JD, you know it. I know it. Is it they put a mirror on the top it. and it like reflects yeah. something? Right. It's called Pepper's Ghost. Okay. Very good. There yeah. you go. Good job. All right. Cinderella my, my, Castle. Soren, Soren, who's been a guest on the podcast, is obsessed with Pepper's Ghost right now. Like <laughs> any cool. piece of sheet, piece of piece of glass, he sees. Dad, can we take that home? Dad, can we take? No, it's jagged. <laughs> it will cut you. And get, we, uh, Pepper's, we can make some. We can make some holograms. Okay. <laughs> we can make haunted mansion. Yeah. Also, also uses it in Hollywood uh, and Tower of Terror. Uh, Actually, it's places. funny. Like it's used uh, all over the place. Even still, like those crazy holograms that you see of like Michael Jackson concerts. It's still that old technology that they use wow. in you know Pirates and their stuff. It's it's a version of Pepper's Ghost. It's mm. crazy. All right, here's here's a here's a, a Disney World question. 
Cinderella Castle now contains a luxurious guest suite. Okay, it's a guest suite that only people that get to stay there are either contest winners or people that Disney personally invites to stay there, which I think like celebrities. Though the space had originally been intended to be a place for the Disney family that they could stay when they visited, but after Walt passed, that never happened. So before this space became the grand suite that it is now, and like two, I think it was either 2006 or 2008, they did it for a contest. What was this space used for? Was it A, an office slash call center for Disney operators? B, a cast member half basketball court? Three, a major park security slash surveillance camera location, or C or D, all of the above. What was it used for? It could be it could be one or, or all. <laughs> I love not the at, idea. Not at, not at the same time. No, I, I love the idea of people playing basketball while people are answering the phone. Hey, keep yeah. it down. <laughs> <laughs> and, and security guys taking yeah. pictures. No, yeah, no exactly. it would be it would it would not be all at the same time. It would be one of these or all of these at different times. I'm gonna say the basketball court. I I feel like I've heard the basketball court thing, so I want to do it. But it, I feel like it might have been um, Expedition Everest, or no, maybe it was like the Matterhorn at, at Disneyland. Definitely something has a basketball court in it at one point. Um, but I think it might be the call center. Is it the or uh, the call center like the first one? I'm gonna lock that in. All right. It was a call center. It was where the Ooh. operators, which I always think right. that's what a, what a strange sight to have a bunch of people just sitting in an office up in the top of the castle. Well, that'd you know, be a good and, spot to be working all day. I mean, imagine, imagine though you go to work to do that and you park your car and you walk and you walk and you climb to the top of this castle. So you answer phones. <laughs> that's yeah, so weird. Crazy. Oh, I thought that was, it was also, he also used for storage, but that was at, in, at different times, but I made up the other two. The, uh, the basketball court was from the Matterhorn at Disneyland. Oh, and it wasn't, they, it was rumored that there was a basketball court, but they had a break room up there and some guys hung a basketball goal. So you could shoot a basketball up there, but it oh, wasn't okay. really a, wasn't really a court. It was just, a, a, a ball in a net. Hmm. All right. Here's another interesting one. M- many people believe in George, a ghost that haunts this Disney world magic kingdom attraction. All right. His name's George and he haunts supposedly when the attraction was being built, a construction worker named George fell to his death while working on it. Some people believe that he still haunts the building and unless the workers say good morning, George, and good night, George, as they open and close the attraction each day, mysterious things start to happen like the traction breaking down. Is it, in alphabetical order, the Haunted Mansion, Pirates of the Caribbean, or Caribbean, Space Mountain, or Splash Mountain? Dang. I was going to say Tower of Terror, because fell. I'm going to say Space Mountain. I'll say, was Pirates an option? I'll say Pirates. It was Pirates. <laughs> All right. Uh, and there, there, if you go on, if you go online, you can, there are people that actually have caught footage of, how did he feel? You know, like him in his car. He, it, it's not true. It's, oh, there's no, okay. there's no record. There's, well, there, I should, I say it's not true because the, you know, a lot of the writers say it's not true, but there's no record. It, this the park would have been open when they built this attraction. It wasn't built and wasn't there when they started the park in seventy one. So they built this in like nineteen seventy three, I think. So there would be record if somebody had died in the building of it, but there's no record of that. And there's records of every other all the all the other deaths are recorded. But uh, people really believe it, and it's kind of a tradition. And people have ca- supposedly caught him on on home video, get sitting in the cars and sitting in their yeah. boat. All right. All right. Similarly, this is at Disneyland. Which of these attractions is is believed to have a ghost called Mr. One-Way? Disneyland. Which attraction has a ghost called Mr. One-Way? Is it the Haunted Mansion, Pirates of the Caribbean, Space Mountain, or Splash Mountain? Gosh, I don't know. I mean, I... Uh, I want to say space again, but I feel like it needs to be consistent. I feel like it's got to be the pirates again. One There's a ghost at both the pirates' place. And the Haunted Mansion seems too obvious. That's true. 
Gosh, what could one way mean? I'll give you. I'll tell you. He's only seen going one way. He gets in the car, but when the car returns, he's not there. So people have seen him get in the car, and when the car returns, he's not there anymore. I'll say splash just for fun. It's random. It's a hard one, unless you know it. So, Dustin, you got a guess? Did you say pirates? I was going to say pirates, yeah. All right. It, th- this was Space Mountain. And this okay. was also big. People say they've caught it on film. You can see like a blurry image. You see a blur. It's probably just over, you know exposure, but you see a blurry image get in the car, and then it's not there when he comes back. Interesting. Definitely makes you think when you're sitting on the next time I ride pirates to Space Mountain that who might be sitting beside me, right? <laughs> Okay, though not okay. This is a little more gruesome too. Though not considered a dangerous ride or a dangerous thrill ride at all, this Disneyland attraction, which also has a counterpart at Magic Kingdom in Florida, has been the unfortunate location of two park deaths. Is it Dumbo the Flying Elephant, It's a Small World, Peter Pan's Flight, or the People Mover? I think I think I got a good guess. But I'm gonna let JD go first. People mover, right? Or uh, that's my that's my guess is people mover. I was gonna say people mover also. That's correct. Um, I don't think I don't I have not seen any listings of any any accidents in the other three. That's why I picked those. But it, it's surprising how many how many attractions people have have passed away on. And lo- most of the time, it's uh, um, you know natural like. You know, they had a pre-existing condition and didn't know, and they passed away after riding the ride. But in some cases, there were accidents where uh, people made unfortunate decisions. In both in both cases of the people mover, uh, it involved teenagers who were trying to jump from one car to another. So don't jump from one car to another. Not a good <laughs> idea. Other, a lot of the other accidents where people did not have their seatbelts on and, and were thrown from a ride. And they don't, you know, why did they have not have their seatbelt on? Mm. All right, the original Pirates of the Caribbean attraction again in Disneyland is rumored to have once contained A, real fire and smoke B, real human bones C, real live fish or Walt's frozen body (laughs) You can throw that one out So which was it rumored to once contain real fire and smoke, real human bones or real live fish it's funny. I think of those choices, I would say bones. If you wouldn't have given me any any multiple choice, I'd have guessed real pirate treasure. Mm. But that's not a choice, so it's not one. Yeah. It's, I'm yeah, gonna say bones. I'm, yeah, I'm gonna lock in bones as well. It's bones. Yes, that's correct. That's long been rumored that they use real bones that they got from a some source where you know they just that bones had been donated and they used them but they say now that they've all been if they were there they've all been replaced but there's still rumor at the disneyland attraction which is uh different from uh the disney world attraction and that you you start out in a pirate treasure uh and there's a lot of skeletons in that area and there's a headboard that the captain of the ship his, his skeleton's in the bed and there's a there's a skull on the headboard and a lot of people think that's still an original, original mm. skull. So mm. kind of creepy. All right, a couple more, just two more. We got to hurry. Uh, number twenty-five. Uh, we'll, we'll do one little Epcot question here. Though never completed, which of the following attractions were once planned for the Epcot World Showcase? You know the land, the countries where the countries are. Which of the following were supposed to take place but never happened? A Rhine River cruise in Germany. Rhine, that's R-H-I-N-E, like the Rhine River in Germany. Thames River cruise in the UK. A Mount Fiji roller coaster in Japan. Or D, all of the above. They all sound pretty reasonable. I'm going to say all the above. Yeah, all the above (laughs) sounds good. I know the Germany thing sounded familiar, and I think – We've walked through the park before that, and you've been like, oh, yeah, Japan was supposed to have some rides, so I'm going to say all the above, too. Those were all things that were considered. Japan, I think, even might have had uh, three attractions that they considered wow. building there. So, so wait, we Germany, got a, Japan, we got a big what was the other one? Store. Uh, the river cruise in Germany. They love, they like the water rides. You know, yeah, Mexico, yeah. Has a, Mexico has a river cruise, so there was going to be one in Germany and UK, but... Uh, 
you know, they did, they never built them. Japan was supposed to have several things. You know, there were several countries that were supposed to be built. Um, Russia was, was a consideration. Wouldn't that be interesting with the news wow. right now? If you could go to Russia. Uh, Israel was proposed. There been Brazil has been proposed several times. So lots of things that have never happened. This always makes you wonder what might, might have been. And I'll give you one more. Uh, this is, this is one about Walt Disney and the parks. According to legend, Walt Disney studied the park guests to see how long it would take before they dropped their trash on the ground. Based on his observations, he decided to place a trash can every A, 20 steps, B, every 30 steps, C, every 50 steps, or D, every 100 steps, which translates into 20 feet, 30 feet, 50 feet, 100 feet. How, how often, how closely are the trash cans placed? I think I might know this one. So, Dustin, you go, you go first on this. I'm going to guess. I don't. I'm going to guess 50. I think I've heard this one. I think it might be 30, 30 feet. Very good. It's 30 feet. Good guess there, Dustin. That was pretty close. Hey, guys, you did pretty good. That was, that fun. was fun. That was a good time. Good work, good work. I'm proud of myself. I, I actually, I always feel like I'm the guy that's kind of bringing up the the caboose for for y'all's Disney knowledge, and I felt like I hung in there with y'all. I think oh you my did a good gosh, job. It, yeah. Th- and those movie ones, go back to the '60s. Those are some tough trivia questions. That was fun. Thanks for making that, Dad. That was fun. Yeah, yeah. we'll have to we'll have to hit, get you in sometime. We'll have to get some. Uh, it's another trivia flavor. That's a lot of fun. We got a lot to do. Well, we should, we're an hour and six minutes in, so we should wind this down. It's been fun. As always, we'll be back next week for more. We want to thank you guys for listening and sticking with us. Leave us a review. Five stars, please, only those. And until next time, you can always find us at whyilovedisney.com. Let us know why you love Disney, what you're watching on Disney+. Plus. If you, maybe, maybe David got some of these facts wrong. Maybe you want to correct David. Maybe you want to say there's some other trivia, <laughs> trivia out there. And um, but let us know what you think. We'd love to hear from you. Thank you for your time, David JD. Great to see you guys. Can't wait to see you next week. Alrighty. All right. Thanks, Justin. Thanks, JD. Take care. Yep. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.